0: Welcome to the Bodyful Black Girl Podcast, a bi weekly conversation where we discuss all things body, movement, and mental health in an effort to support Black women living with depression and feeling more vital, well, and whole. I'm your host, Jennifer Sterling, a registered dance movement psychotherapist and holistic nutritionist, and today's guest is Sonia Herbert. Sonia is a Pilates instructor. She is also the founder of Black Girl Pilates and is committed to improving the representation of black women within health and wellness through writing, speaking, and curating health and wellness events for black women. And I am so excited to have her on the podcast to talk about Pilates and how bodyfulness fits into that space. Before we dive in today, you should know that the information shared in this podcast is strictly for educational purposes and is not meant to replace recommendations given to you by your medical practitioner or your therapist. Since I've been exploring this idea of being bodyful, I really wanted to talk to people who are using different modalities of working with the body so that my audience gets an introduction to different ways of healing or different sort of therapeutic methodologies. So Pilates has always been something that has been really interesting to me. I think in the wellness world, we hear so much about yoga, but In my spaces, Mm -hmm. I don't hear the same kind of conversations happening around Pilates. So could you explain um, or do you mind explaining what Pilates is?
1: Well, Pilates, um, most people, when they hear about Pilates, they hear uh, like a very simple, what I call watered down version of it is that it's all about the core. And that's true. That's very true. And the core body is your entire trunk, right? From, your, from the, your neck down to your hips, that's the front part, and from your hips all the way up to, the, to, your, to your neck. That's your core body. So it is a strengthening-based um, exercise method that helps you improve your flexibility and your mobility while also strengthening your core body. And our core body is like our, it's like a house, like the foundation of a house. So we strengthen that house. So then your extremities, the things that, you know, your arms and your legs, um, as you're moving throughout the day, and you can move efficiently while also working on posture, which we know is very important and breathing so it's kind of like a full body experience you know and that's a that's a very long uh, description but um, i like to give a little bit more to what pilates really is so that people can get a a thorough understanding of exactly what it is versus i'm going to walk out of this pilates studio with ripped abs on a regular basis, which is not necessarily true. So that's, that's my elevator, elevator speech. It's probably longer than an elevator speech is supposed <laughs> to be. But that's how I've described it. Uh, to my clients and even like longtime clients I've given you know I've given this description because a lot of them you know have been told some things that we all have as Pilates instructors have been told you know you tell people it's about the core it's full body boom 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 whatever and uh, when it's just so much more than that it's even so much more than uh, the strength of the core body also it's it's a uh, it's it's mindful also it's being mindful about how your body moves um, in space not a spiritual thing like yoga they're two totally different methods and can complement each other but what I do tell folks is that Pilates can help you do everything better like everything I
0: mm-hmm. love that distinction yeah. because so many of us you know I'm in the wellness space I've been in this wellness space for over 10 years and yoga is kind of sold mm-hmm. as the the cure-all and for so many things. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. so when really thinking about, I didn't actually get into Pilates until after I had a child um, and I had mm-hmm. diastasis recti, which I'm sure you come across on a probably regular basis, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. didn't really, I had always thought of Pilates as just like people used to talk about the hundreds. Yes. Um, and that was my knowledge of Pilates so <laughs> mm-hmm. can you explain yeah. a little bit about like the difference between the hundreds, which I, I'm sure I've heard is something that you do like in a math class versus like actually working with the equipment? Because my experience mm-hmm. with those two things are very, very different.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, the hundred is just one, it's just one of the exercises. We typically use it as a warm up exercise can be used before you get on any apparatus in in pilates so it's not just specifically for for mat most people when they are introduced to pilates they typically are introduced through mat exercises which is pretty easy to find and pretty easy to do you can find a video on youtube you can do it in in your home or you know maybe you might go to a class you know all you need is a Madden yourself. You know, you don't necessarily need any, need any equipment for it. You're kind of the equipment. And then, you know, from there, if you want to explore on a deeper level with Pilates, then you start to attend equipment classes um, for the studio that I'm a part of and, and many other studios as well. Typically, when you are going to start Pilates we we'll ask that person to take some private lessons just to figure out how the method works with your own individual body. So, you know, everyone's introduction is a little, little different. Um, but the, the hundred itself is not its own like kind of solo exercise. Um, it's just one of many exercises and it's typically the exercise that we start with at the beginning of depending on the body and what that person needs. It's the exercise that basically begins the the work. I'd really love to be able to have everyone experience Pilates in its full form and not just, just the mat exercises, which are great because those are things that you can take with you.
0: You mentioned that you want everyone to be able to experience Pilates in what sounds like a really full scope kind of way. And I'm wondering if that's the reason you created Black Girl Pilates. That
1: is one of the reasons why I did start Black Girl Pilates because so many of us have not either had that experience, they didn't even know what Pilates was. Um, But then there are also instructors like myself who. Had never seen you, meaning the black woman, or any other, if we did see very, any black women, it may have been one in our classes. And, you know, they had never seen us. And so, therefore, you don't feel like it's something for you. So, I hope that, you know, folks listening to this podcast, that uh, particularly black women will be encouraged to seek out a Pilates instructor who looks like them. My main mission is to be able to introduce that to our Black community and also doing that through the women who are in my group. And we also have some men who are not in our group, but they are brothers. And uh, so that we can introduce our Black world to Pilates because we're, we're connected to it. And it's, it's great. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> As someone who is frequently in all white wellness spaces and classes, I think the mission of Black Girl Pilates is incredible. I'm curious to know how you got into Pilates yourself and what your experience as a Black woman in that space has been, if you're open to
1: sharing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have to say, and I didn't realize this, it's funny that I didn't realize this, but my very first experience with Pilates was with a Black woman wow. who was in my group, uh, Cynthia Shipley. She is a uh, teacher trainer for Romanus Pilates, and it was also with black women. So my daughter was attending Harlem School of the Arts, and my daughter's a former dancer. She danced from when she was like 6 to 18. Cynthia Shipley was her ballet teacher. I was there pre- Pretty often. And one of my friends who is also my daughter's modern teacher had said, hey, let's go and take this Pilates class. It's really great. And I was like, what the hell is that? And, and he said, oh, it's, you know, for the core. So, you know, I've always been, you know, pretty, um, you know, in shape. And, you know, I figured, you know, I was a weightlifter or whatever. And I was like, okay, it's no, no problem. My abs are strong. I look good. Boom. So I go to the class. And I am floored. <laughs> I <know> that <laughs> I can't do any of the exercises at all. I had never heard of it. So after the class, I went to I went to Cynthia Shipley and I said, "Okay, what exactly is this? Because I have never experienced anything like this in my life, and I cannot do any of the exercises. And why don't why you know, why doesn't the black community know about this? This is after several like." lessons with her I was going twice a week to the mat class yeah I think we should all know this you know Mm -hmm. and so eventually I completed my full comprehensive which is on the equipment the mat and things like that everything in 2008 and from there I you know I went on to you know work at one studio left there started working for a big, big box gym for about five years. And that's where I learned and honed my skills. And in the midst of that was when I was kind of like, well, you know, are there any other instructors that look like me? Because I haven't met them other than I met, you know, my my teacher, Cynthia Shipley, and one of the teacher trainers at the studio where I got certified core Pilates NYC. Uh, Tila Anderson, who is also a part of my group as well, so I started to feel a bit lonely. And initially, I reached out to Diane Harvey Salam, who is also a part of, part of my group. But at that point, we started what was called uh, Pilates Instructors of Color, and so we tried to, you know, like have meetings. Wasn't performing anymore. So I kind of had more time than they did. So we kind of just disbanded and, you know, I went about my little Pilates life, still wondering, you know, where the hell we were. And May of 2017, I had gone through uh, a breakup and uh, was really just kind of, you know, so many things is happening in the world. We, you know, we had a new, you know, administration. You know, there are several shootings of black children, black boys, black women. Um, I was highly impacted by that. And I was wondering, like, where are we? Because I feel, you know, so alone. And I reached out to uh, Mickey Price, Harvard, who is actually, Havard, I think it's Havard, who is also in my group, I was, had started following her, and I asked her, I said, you know what, I'm thinking, you know, about starting this Instagram page, and, you know, I'm looking for a Black Pilates instructors. Do you know any, because she has millions of followers, and, or hundreds of thousands, I don't think she's at the millions yet, but close, and so she helped me find a few um, another, uh, friend of mine, Gina Jackson, who's Pilates for fitness. She also helped me find a few for, so from there, I just started like finding these women, started following them. They started following me back and, um, you know, I had started the Instagram page and stuff like that. And so we just, you know, I was just finding all these people and they were starting to find me. And so I started to, I, decided to start the Facebook support groups within probably like a month I had 80 people in the group. Um, I started an Instagram not long after that and started featuring a lot of the instructors who were part of the group and from there things just kind of like blew up. Here we are today uh 350 strong. We have over 4,000 followers uh, and supporters. Um, We keep getting new people, you know, every month or every couple of weeks, which is great. Um, You know, there are all a group of amazing women. We've had three um, official like meetups or what we call conferences or workshops. They've been incredible every year. Here in New York City, we have an annual meetup. We've also started this year, we started an international meetup. We had our very first international one in um, in Barcelona, Spain, which was great. It was only a few of us. Next year, we're going to Brussels, Belgium, which I will be attending that as well and doing a workshop on hands-on queuing. So we've really just grown exponentially and we keep growing so, yeah, so it's been a great, um, you know, somewhat challenging and, and so, sort of, you know, in some ways, but also, um, you know, even more so fantastic and, and awesome and great in the last three years. It sounds
0: like it's yeah. had an incredible impact within the teaching community. I would love to hear how it, has benefited the women that you work with and becoming more bodyful, more aware of their bodies and, you know, maybe change the way that they are out in the the world. Have you had any experiences there that you can speak on as well?
1: To see all these different body types and shapes and ages um, and, and colors doing Pilates, I think is encouraging from, you know, petite, to, you know, your your larger uh, women. They get to see all these beautiful bodies. It's wonderful. It's great. That group is able to look into, look on, the, you know, our feature page and go, oh, there's somebody who looks just like me. Wow, I can certainly do bodies. I think that uh, because we have, we represent across the board all kinds of body types, um, you know, within Black Girl Pilates, that it's encouraging for those women and, you know, and other Black women who see us that, you know, I can, I can do it. Um, I don't have to look this way. I don't have to, you know, be white for sure. And I certainly as hell don't have to be skinny. You know, my body is fine the way it is. And Pilates is fine with my body the way it is.
0: Which is pretty incredible, because I have to say, as You know, I've worked as a nutritionist in addition to being a therapist, and I see things Mm -hmm. kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. A lot of women who are really unhappy with their bodies and to find those spaces where there is that kind of body acceptance is really rare. So that Mm -hmm. is that just blows my mind that you've been able to foster that and cultivate that um, within that community. Mm -hmm. That's that's amazing.
1: One of the girls in my group, Teresa Ellis, she is, has a studio in Oakland called Pilates Bar and Jams. And she specifically, her, her population of clients are lesbian, gay, transgender, AI plus, non-binary, uh, mm. fat, as she calls them, um, and sex workers. Anyone who walks through her door is fine. She doesn't care what your body looks like it's all about body positivity there they're not there to say who's thin who's fat who's this who's that you know we're there to do pilates you're there to get stronger and so the work that she's doing there in oakland um is just you know incredible and it's even had you know had me you know, myself, I have to rethink and people within the fitness industry try to make it seem like, oh, you know, we don't really deal with that. We don't really deal with racism. Yes, we Mm -hmm. do. It's just, it may not be as blatant, but even something like, um, you know, feeling good about your, about your body, right. That's also white supremacy because what is the default, uh, body? The default body is a white woman's body, thin, blonde, maybe, um, blue eyes or whatever. and, you know, not that much muscle tone, you know, so that's the default body. Um, and so that in itself is white supremacy. That in itself is, is racism. And so with what Teresa is doing, she is um, saying, no, we're not going to, we're not doing that here. We're not going to accept that when you walk through the door, you are a body who can do Pilates. And that's what we're saying for black girl Pilates to the black woman that we encounter that you are a body, you know, who is also beautifully black, and you can do Pilates. And it doesn't matter, you know, what you how much you weigh or whatever, you got one leg, two leg, whatever, you can do Pilates.
0: That's amazing, and I, that's a, quite the tagline. Mm-hmm. You are a body, and you can do Pilates. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you know, which yeah. Which
0: works so well with the idea of bodyfulness—to know and understand and feel that you have a body, even if it doesn't fit within societal norms or doesn't look the way that you want it yeah. to look. You have a body, and you can do things with that body. There are capabilities that you have, regardless of what your body looks like or what society says it's supposed to look like that's that's beautiful beautiful work i hope you are enjoying this interview with sonia herbert of black girl pilates as is typical on this podcast i want to invite you to pause for a moment And since we're talking about the core and the core body, I want to invite you to just check in with your posture if it feels good and safe to you. Just taking a moment to notice how you're sitting or standing or what position you happen to be in, and knowing that you don't have to change anything, but if there is a posture that may feel a little more comfortable, or help you to feel more confident, or maybe even make you feel more connected to your body. Give yourself permission to just shift and adjust in a way that feels good and safe to you. Remembering to breathe as you adjust, or noticing your breath as you adjust. On your own time just settling back into a space that's comfortable for you to enjoy the remainder of this podcast. So I want to ask how you came to be or feel connected to your own body. I know you do Pilates. You also do some lifting, (laughs) which I've been following on Instagram. Um, So how did Mm -hmm. you come to a place where you felt connected to your own body? I know a lot of the black women that I work with often will say, you know, I don't feel like I can be connected to my body, because I have to shut down because of, you know, racism, microaggressions, like the constant Mm -hmm. onslaught of racism that, you know, just kind of happens on a daily basis. So I'm always interested Mm -hmm. to hear from other Black women who are actively involved in work that involves their bodies, how you came to be in that place or how you came to be connected to or feel connected to your own body.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it can be hard for any black woman, um, especially if you, you know, like myself and many of the women in my group, unless they own their own studio, but even if they do, uh, we work in a very white space and we, you know, we encounter, um, those microaggressions sometimes macroaggressions on a daily basis um and you know I mean as far as being like connected to my body I feel like I almost feel like that a lot of us as black women and I don't necessarily want to speak for the black girl body sisters but I this is the vibe that I get is that we don't feel, I don't think that we feel disconnected to be honest. I think Mm -hmm. that we feel very confident about uh, who we are and you know, and how we look um, and you know, how we present as a body. The thing that we struggle with the most is kind of like code switching not necessarily like, um, you know, how our bodies look, but, um, I feel like we're all pretty comfortable in our, you know, in, in our bodies and, you know, and feeling connected, you know, to it. For me, in regards to connection, connecting to my body, I think I am a, um, you know i'm currently i'm 50 years old and i'm currently in menopause and i'm out of like the really rough stages of it but i still have like my hot flashes which i laugh about in my classes a lot and you know going through those those changes in in my body now um because things you know things lay differently <laughs> yeah you know um i'm definitely heavier uh now than i ever ever was except for pregnancy Uh, But this mostly, mostly this is a lot of, a lot of muscle, which is great. I do uh, have come to be more connected to uh, the extra curves that I have, which I'm starting to really love. Power lifting has helped that tremendously. It also, um, I think, you know, it also helps to be able to stay connected to your body when you have other people who look like you who, uh, you know, that you can just kind of look at and go, oh, my God, you know, Teresa or Labrice or, you know, Tanisha um, or Akathia, you know, these are people in my group. I'm throwing their names out there. Or Carla, you guys, you know, you're just absolutely gorgeous. Your body's beautiful. And, um, you know, that makes such a big difference. And, it's more important to me, and again, I'm not speaking for all the sisters in the group, but it's more important to me that when, when my sisters look at me, you know, and we kind of look at each other and that kind of black girl thing and be like, okay, girl, you know, <laughs> um, that, feels, that feels great to me. And that makes me feel connected to my body. Um, when, we had the, when we had the New York City um, meetup, In July, we had 30, 31 women there, all shades of black, all body types, all heights, all identifications. And it was just, it was a beautiful world. (laughs) It really, truly was. And to see all of these different body types, you know, hair textures, you know, everything just moving as one in the studio, it really makes you feel good. And it's, that's why representation is so important, and especially being able to connect to your body as a Black woman when you see yourself represented. You know, and I saw this July all these representations of all these different body types, you know, within Black girl Pilates. And you could walk in, any Black woman could walk in and see someone who looks like them and go, oh my God, she teaches Pilates? Oh, I can certainly do it you know um and that's what keeps that's what keeps me going because i know there's like 350 plus other women out there who's teaching pilates and you know their body is gorgeous and you know we all look different some are tall short whatever you know but we're all gorgeous and we're all amazing and that keeps me they keep me connected to my body and hopefully i keep them connected i love that you
0: spoke about representation i think it it's it changes things significantly to be able to see someone who looks like you in a space Um, it it opens up possibilities which i think is really important so if there is someone Mm -hmm. listening who wants to get started in pilates what would your recommendation be where should they look, or you know, where what would be the the next best step, so to speak?
1: Well, I would say I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be positively selfish and say you're as a black woman, um, if you're looking to start Pilates, and the first thing you would do is you're going to follow Black Girl Pilates on Instagram. <laughs> you will <clears throat> from there. <laughs> plug plug you're going to follow uh black girl pilates on facebook you will go to the community page you will find black girl pilates tribe and you will join our tribe Um, and we will help you find someone who looks like you in your state and if we can't uh, then we will help you find uh, some way to do it online or some way or some partner you can do it with or something like that if you're not on Facebook, um, then you can always reach out to us through, uh, you know, direct message on Facebook, uh, on, uh, on uh, Instagram. It's, it's always me that you're reaching out to. I just say us <laughs> because it's us, but <laughs> it's always me. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I would say to get started.
0: That works. <laughs> that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sonia, for being here. It's been such a a pleasure to have this conversation and to learn more about Pilates in general. There's a lot of things that you mentioned that I just wasn't aware of. So it's been enlightening for me, and I'm sure it'll be really helpful for a lot of the women who are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you. This has been a pleasure. And, um, you know, I hope. That uh, I was able to answer some questions and also encourage, particularly, you know, again, uh, black women that, you know, we are very much a part of Pilates.
0: So that's our show. <laughs> I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Bodyful Black Girl podcast. We will be back in a few weeks with more body talk. In the meantime, take good care.